let me share with you some smart upsells that increase the value of your company. And whether you're planning on selling your business today or not, you should really want to increase its valuation, like right now. Because the valuation of a company is based on a multiple of either EBITDA or SDE, which is just a fancy way of saying the money you actually put in your own pocket. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. You see, you could be making $300 million a year and still be broke, living on just $50,000 a year, because it costs you $299,950,000 in order to make the $300 million. And that would be a scenario where someone isn't earning enough money per customer. And because of that, the value of the company is going to be based on just the $50,000, not the $300 million. So like I said, whether you want to sell your company or not, I bet you're interested in at least having more revenue. Yes, even if you plan on spending that revenue to further grow the company to be efficient with your taxes. Yeah, yeah, I see you. Either way, you still benefit from increasing the valuation of your company and having more revenue to use. But here's the thing, I already know your little secret. You don't get the profit you should be getting in your company because I can almost guarantee that you're selling the wrong thing. You see, after helping 1,900 companies or more increase their revenue since 2020, I noticed that many of them had exactly the same issue. Their sales had become capped, almost like they'd hit some kind of invisible glass ceiling, or worse, they had slowed down and their sales were on a decline. And they didn't know why. But after looking at so many different companies, to me, it became incredibly obvious they're looking at the wrong data. You see, sales is a lagging indicator. By the time sales have hit a plateau or come up low, it is kind of already a little bit too late. Let's look at the numbers. 600,000 US businesses closed in 2021 and an extra 200,000 closed specifically because of pandemic-related issues. And this was information that came from a federal survey um, and it was published in Business Insider. Now, I'm not always a fan of government data. However, I can tell you in this situation, they tried to say that this was a good thing and that actually a lot more businesses should have closed down. So in this situation, I kind of believe them. And it's already widely known that two in three businesses typically fail within 10 years of launch. That means that right now you only have a one in three chance of succeeding. But the number one reason why companies fail is the same reason why companies hit a glass ceiling, why their sales get into a plateau or even go into a slump. And it's because 42% of businesses in America have a product that nobody actually wants to buy. Now, this was done by data from CB Insights that are constantly analyzing data in the business market in America. That means if we look at the numbers out of the 600,000 businesses that closed in 2021 due to non-pandemic related situations, 
252,000 businesses were selling a product that actually no one really wanted. Now, if you think about it, as the world changes, people's desires and motivations change as well. For example, the way people behave in a recession is different to how they behave during a time of financial confidence. Or during a time of war and a time of peace, people's ideals, motivations, and desires are going to change. Likewise, people's behaviors change during a pandemic and when we don't have a pandemic. Or they change when new AI is developed and moving into different industries or 3D printing. Or even when there is a new social media platform. But once again, you don't need to take my word for it. We can just look at the classic scenario of Blockbuster versus Netflix. Yep, that's absolutely right. Blockbuster defeated Hollywood Video because Hollywood Video used VHS tapes and Blockbuster embraced the new technology of DVDs. However, Netflix embraced sending people those DVDs so they didn't have to go to the shop and digital downloads, which Blockbuster laughed at and said no one would ever be interested in taking. And yet, fast forward to today, and that is an image of the very last Blockbuster video that you can now rent on Airbnb, because that's all it's good for, as it didn't adapt with customer needs. Your current customers have different needs today than they did six months ago. And if you haven't offered them a new service or a new product, not only are you leaving money on the table that could be increasing your revenue and the valuation of your company, you may no longer be fulfilling their needs. And they may already be looking at your competitors as the solution for what they're looking for. Now, I wanna give you an action step right now. If you're interested in connecting with other business owners that are interested in increasing the valuation of their company by adding upsells and cross-sells and learning more about customer behavior, then you may wanna join our completely free Facebook group. You can find at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash smart businesses do this, which is also the name of our podcast where we talk to successful business owners about all the different strategies that smart businesses do in order to grow and scale. I wanna share with you a new marshmallow test. The original marshmallow test was one done with children where the children were given a marshmallow and told if they didn't eat the marshmallow and they could wait two minutes, they would be given a second marshmallow, but if they ate it, they wouldn't get the second one. Now this study went back to the, the, the children that took part in this study many, many years later to see how successful they were in life. And they found that the marshmallow test was an amazing indicator of the children that are going to be successful in the future. In essence, the ones that were willing to wait to get two marshmallows made much better choices in life and ended up being significantly more successful and happier. But there is a new marshmallow test that every business owner has to face today. And that is with the rising cost of acquiring new customers you need to be able to spend more money and make more money per customer, which is known as the lifetime value of the customer. The higher the lifetime value, the more money you make per customer, the more successful you're going to be as a business owner. Now, some of the biggest businesses in the world know this. For example, we have Apple, who don't try to get people to start buying new Apple products, and instead, they just rely on the iPhone bringing in new customers. The iPhone is often given away completely for free, which actually is a new version of the marshmallow test because not only uh, is Apple uh, you know, having to wait to get all the money from somebody buying MacBook Pros and iPads and all the other things they're eventually gonna 
buy, but they're having to actually pay to put the iPhone in somebody's hand by giving them the iPhone for free. But they know that the lifetime value of an Apple customer who wants to connect the phone to the watch, to the Beats by Dre headphones, to all the other things, the AirPods and everything that comes with it, that they're gonna make so much more money in the future. And so Apple passes the new marshmallow test. Likewise, Nintendo knows that the price of a Nintendo Switch doesn't actually cover the cost it takes them to make it, but anyone who buys the Switch is also going to buy uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh, the Mario games, the Zelda games, and because of that, they're gonna make so much more money on all of those digital downloads that the entire thing will be worth losing a little bit of money on the sale of the Switch. And likewise, Amazon is amazing at this. Every single time you become an Amazon customer, you will be pinged and told, hey, you haven't bought this product for a while. Maybe you need to replenish those kitchen rolls and all of the other items like that. So the new marshmallow test facing businesses just like yours is are you willing to wait over time to gain a much larger amount of your customer and sometimes even spend money in order to make it happen? Because if you can't pass this marshmallow test, then sadly, you're more than likely going to be one of the two businesses that fails as that one that is willing to put in the money up front and make a much bigger amount of money on the back end with the lifetime value is gonna have the survivability to withstand the test of time. The way that we make sure that we maximize the lifetime value for the companies that we work with is through three different tools. We use customer insight reports, upsells, and cross-sells. And I found with working with companies that these are the three things that companies almost always miss when they grow their business and it is negatively impacting the amount of money, revenue, and profit, and of course the valuation of their company they could be getting. What is a customer insight report? What would your life be like if you mostly sold to your best customer? You had no stressful customers, none of the headache customers, just the ones that were super easy to deal with and spent lots and lots of money. A customer insight report is a way that you can send out a survey to identify how your ideal customer behaves, where you can find more of them and stay up to date with their needs, wants and desires. Our typical customer insight report will tell us where our best customers hang out, what social media platforms they use, uh, what groups they've joined on Facebook, LinkedIn, Discord, etc., and the location of where they could be in the world so we know what languages we should be using in order to communicate with them. Our customer insight reports also let us know what else customers want to buy. So when it comes to developing upsells and cross-sells, we're not guessing, we're literally delivering the thing that our customers have told us that they want. It also enables us to maximize the lifetime value of a customer. In the companies that we work with, we typically suggest creating a new upsell or cross-sell every single month, giving you 12 opportunities to maximize the amount of earnings you make per customer without upsetting them because you're only ever offering them things they were going to buy anyway. It also lets you know which media channels you should want to work with. And I've got a little bit of a case study of that later on, which shows how dangerous it can be if you start promoting your services and products on completely the wrong media channel just because some influencer or expert convinced you that it was a great idea for you to join in the new TikTok dance crave. And uh, lastly, 
It talks about why your customers don't like your competitors. So that way you can avoid the things that frustrates them or upsets them with other people in the industry so that that way you know that you're providing the service and all the things your customers actually love, which draws more and more of your ideal client to you. Now, an upsell goes hand in hand with a customer insight report as it is the next thing you can sell them. And in our company, after we sell somebody their very first product, in fact, across all the brands we work with, we try to focus on using upsells as much as possible. Now, the upsell that most people are aware of is the famous one from McDonald's, which is, do you want fries with that? But Forbes has some amazing data about just how important upsells are. The cost of attracting new customers is five times the cost of just retaining an existing one, meaning you should absolutely put more energy into keeping the customers that you have. Existing customers are 50% more likely to try a new product that you develop, which again, a 50% extra conversion rate on new products is huge to what that can do for your financials. I mean, using the example we gave earlier, that's the difference between 300 million and 450 million if you're developing new products for existing customers. Existing customers typically spend 31% more than new customers, meaning that you can launch at higher prices, and the probability of selling to an existing customer is 60 to 70%, while a new prospect is 5 to 20%. So with this data from Forbes, it should be pretty obvious that if you don't have an extensive customer insight report system and upsell process, you are leaving so much money on the table and decreasing the full real value of what your company could be getting. That means if you are planning on selling it, a venture capitalist or an angel investor or whoever can come in, see your company and recognize that there are so many opportunities you're missing to make money that to them buying your company is a bargain because you're leaving so much meat on the bone that they can just go in and grab and they get to laugh at your expense because they get to realize all of that value. But you see, that's not going to happen to you because you're about to learn all this cool stuff. Next up, we have a cross-sell. Now, a cross-sell is where you're selling something that isn't necessarily within the same uh, set of desires or industry or niche, but there's definitely an alignment in what the customer may want. A good example of that is Amazon with customers that bought this frequently buy this too. And sometimes you'll get two items that typically wouldn't go together, like a picture frame and a flower pot. And you're like, well, I don't need to frame my flower pot and I definitely don't need to put my frame inside a flower pot. However, um, Amazon has worked out that somebody that buys a picture frame may also want a flower pot because they might be decorating a room. And so that would be a cross sell. You don't typically associate the two items, but it's clear that somebody buying one may also have an interest in the other. The reason cross-sells work is because once somebody gives you a dollar, that first dollar is so hard to get that now they trust you and they'll actually trust you with uh, decisions in the future. For example, if you hire a plumber, you're far more likely to trust a plumber referred to you by a realtor that sold you your house and you had a good experience with them than a complete stranger you know, walking up to you on the street and being like, I'm a plumber, use my services. So trust is so powerful and it gives you the ability to do cross-sells. You know, if you sold someone their house, they're going to trust you with restaurant recommendations, interior design choices, gyms they should go to, and so much more. And while sometimes there are laws about what you can and can't refer people to, that doesn't mean that you can't have a situation where, you know, you're helping out a friend who then is going to send you leads. And there are so many other ways you can use cross-sells that can boost your revenue that might not directly be money, although it absolutely can be. For example, somebody who buys fitness 
fitness training from you is also going to need socks. You know, you're working out in the gym all the time and you're ruining your socks. You're going to need to buy more socks. And if you have maybe an Amazon affiliate link for the best socks they should be buying, then every time they buy socks, you're cross-selling. But there are many better options than just using things like the Amazon affiliate system for cross-selling, which you can identify once you analyze somebody with customer insight reports. Let's look at a case study of a time that I used upsells and customer insight reports to generate revenue. Uh, here's a picture of me with one of the guys that I work with. This is Roland Frazier. Um, his business partner is Ryan Dice. They own a company known as Scalable with a few of their other uh, partners. And uh, these guys are the ones responsible for digitalmarketer.com. Uh, they also did the traffic and conversion summit. And they brought me on board to help them develop an upsell for a program they were doing um, at a live event. You see, they had an issue. They'd already made an amount of money, but it wasn't as much as they wanted from the live event. They had 200 people in the audience and they'd already sold them a do-it-yourself service, which is where you know they sold them some digital videos, a done-with-you service, which is like a, a group coaching program, and a done-for-you service where they did everything for you and you just sat back. But they hadn't made exactly the amount they wanted and they wanted to come up with something else and didn't know what to do. So what I did is I created a customer insight report and sent it out specifically to the attendees of the event. And I asked them what were they actually looking for? We sent the full report, taught us a lot about the people in the room. And then within 12 hours from sending the report, we stood on stage, launched the product that essentially the people in the event had created and we made $600,000 within that 20 minute pitch. Now, I've actually done this for Scalable on three occasions since then and we have never made less than half a million dollars every single time we do it. And sometimes the room only has 50 people in it. But because we're providing exactly what the customers want and they're telling us what they want and how much they're willing to pay for it, it's a no-brainer to just add an extra six figures in revenue on a live event to just literally less than 100 people on many occasions. Now, this next one was a fun one. This is for a company called Apex that is owned by Ryan Stuman, also known as the Hardcore Closer. So I was speaking at a room of people that were in his $5,000 program and he had probably about 80 odd people inside this room. While I was on stage, I was talking about customer insight reports and I decided to do a very rudimentary one by just asking a couple of questions about how much revenue the average person was making in the room. And it became very clear that a large portion of the room could have afforded his $50,000 program, but hadn't bought it yet. So while I was up on stage, I texted Ryan to get his salespeople into the back of the room. And then I pitched his higher level service to the people in the room based on the answers they gave me during literally a live Q&A session. And I saw 11 people go to the back of the room to talk to their salespeople. Now, I don't know exactly how many people they sold that day, but I mean, he's called the hardcore closer. I'd be shocked if you know nine or 10 of them didn't actually buy on that day. And seeing as how that was literally only about a week ago, I'm sure I'm going to hear exactly what the numbers are in the future. The point being, once again, from a literal basic customer insight report, we were able to generate a large amount of money for somebody just by paying attention to what people really wanted. But it's not always about making money. For example, customer insight reports tell you people's behavior as well. You get to see where they hang out and what they do. And I was brought to uh, join Big Block Realty at an event they had 
for the top 5% of their performers in their entire company. Now, Big Block Realty is a massive real estate company in America, one of the largest franchises out here, and these were the best of the best salespeople. And they'd been swayed on this TikTok trend. And so they were all planning how they were gonna increase their business by um, you know, doing these weird dances and adding TikTok reels, and there's a bunch of TikTok experts had been there. But I ran a customer insight report um, on their behalf and it identified the fact that the average user of somebody on TikTok was 15 to 19 years old. On the other hand, the average user of somebody on Facebook was more like 40 to 45 years old. And with a little bit of research, thanks to uh, their, their realty um, database that they had, we found that the average age of a buyer from Big Block Realty was actually 40 to 45 years old. So while yes, they would have had a lot of followers on TikTok with their dances, and yes, they would have been able to you know, get some clout with their friends because they had lots and lots of views, I'm sure their kids would have been impressed, the reality is it probably wasn't gonna generate any sales. So with 50 people in the room all being top performers, the customer insight report managed to save them from wasting time developing an entire TikTok strategy to probably not generate any sales whatsoever, and instead to focus on a strategy that would actually work and give them some direction on exactly how to do that. But I don't just use this for other people, we also use it internally in our own company, including the Smart Blueprint itself. For example, I'll give you an example of a good cross-sell here. The Smart Blueprint is what we call a business service program. So it's something that helps businesses by providing a service and letting them know more about their customers and what they want to buy. But there's a problem with this, and that is it's kind of really bad to make money at Christmas time because businesses close down over Christmas. You know, there are very few corporations that want to you know, learn more about their customers over Christmas. And uh, so you know, business opportunities for business growth just isn't good. But we do know that other brands do incredibly well as obviously we work with many, many different companies. So we thought, what if we contacted one of our clients and did a cross-sell? In particular, we were impressed with a company called Occam's Fitness. Occam's Fitness is a fitness program catered to entrepreneurs and business owners. And what was great about it is uh, Linnell, the owner of it, did $87,000 before he applied the smart blueprint to Occam's Fitness. The customer insight report that let him know that most of his clients are actually entrepreneurs, he did a new launch and made $123,000 in a single uh, week launch. It was a one week launch and most of that money actually came in in one day, but it was 123 over seven days. So we asked if we could promote that to our business owners. And in doing so, we made ourselves a nice six figures as a affiliate taking 50% of the revenue by selling something during Christmas time, which was something that typically would be a time where we make no money whatsoever. But by using customer insight reports and learning that many of our entrepreneurs had a plan in January to lose weight, but they'd grown tired of old approaches that weren't catered to business owners, we found exactly the right solution, which meant even more money just flowing through the door. So at this point, you're probably thinking, what is the smart blueprint method and how does it work? Well, it breaks down in five simple steps. The first is SMART stands for survey, market research, the avatar, revenue predictions, and testing. So the very first thing we do is we create a survey. Now our surveys are very, very extensive. We look at lots of different things, but the core information that we're looking for is what do our customers want? 
what frustrates them, where can we find them? So like they on different social media platforms um, and also locations, what events are they going to, what conventions? We want to find out how much do they want to spend? You'll be shocked. Some customers actually want to spend a lot of money because they want a really quality product and they believe that a cheaper product won't have that quality. So we really want to understand how many different people are willing to spend different amounts. We want to know what people are worried about. Like, are they concerned about an upcoming recession? Are they concerned about house prices rising, dropping? Like, what do they really care about that we can make sure we write in our messaging? And we want to know who they listen to, which podcasters they listen to, which influencers are they listening to online? We want to find out, you know, who do they think are experts? What books do they read? And we want to find out how much customers compare to their competitors. So when we run a customer insight report, we want to learn about the competitors and what people maybe think that the competitors are doing better so that we can close that gap. And there you can see me standing next to the mountain from Game of Thrones, um, who I was blessed uh, to give a consultation to the other day over lunch um, to help with his really, really cool Scandinavian yogurt business. There's so many different businesses that need help with customer insight reports. It's really great to be able to you know break down these concepts for people. Next, after surveys, we have market research. So the market research is where we analyze the survey really just to see what the data says. So once we get a good look, we'll get an idea of, okay, these are like the three books that every one of your customers thinks is amazing, or these are the three experts that they think people should listen to, or the three influencers that people really need to learn more from. And once we identify that data and we've gone through it and we understand you know, the age of the customers and what their favorite products are that you create and what products they wish you'd create, what cross-sells they wish you would have, we then go a little bit further and we dig into the experts they follow, the books they read, the influencers that they're following to listen to what they say. Because now we're learning who else is impacting your customers and putting ideas in their head. And that just lets you be able to speak their language. You know, if they're listening to a, a certain type of audience, there's gonna be certain language that you use, certain ideologies that they have. And it's good for you to be in alignment with those same ideologies too, or at least know that's what your customer believes so you can use that when you're working with them and providing products for them. One great way of doing this is with a really cool hack using Amazon three-star reviews. So once you do a customer insight report and you learn what books your customers are reading, you can go onto Amazon. And uh, so what here, I, I typed in best business book. And uh, here it came up with the seven habits of highly effective people as the first choice after the sponsored choices. Now, normally my survey would have told me exactly which books to look at, but I figured for this, I would just do a quick search to show you there are other ways of doing it. And uh, as you can see, there are 9,000 uh, reviews for this. It's pretty much five stars, 4.8 out of five, but there are three star reviews. And the three star reviews will always give you an unbiased opinion on what the book should say differently. The five star reviews are always gonna say, this is amazing. And the one star reviews are always gonna say, this is terrible. But the three star reviews, they're gonna be the really balanced ones that are gonna let you know. And if you root through here, you're gonna see uh, there's a lot of fluff. It's basically just filler. Don't get me wrong, this book has a lot of great stuff, but it's boring. Don't read the book for fun, especially if you get bored. So I can tell that the people that are reading this think it's very boring and there's a lot of irrelevant stuff. So if I knew that the majority of my audience thought this book was amazing, one really cool way I could connect with my audience or maybe even create a product that they love is to create the 15 habits of highly effective people that I've noticed in life. The first seven are the ones from Stephen Covey's book that I've summarized for people that haven't read it. And the extra eight are the habits that I found have really helped me with 
you know, my fitness training or my supplement company or you know, my service to help business owners, whatever it is, because I know that my audience love this book because so many of them have recommended it as a top book. And I know they're gonna love that piece of content because if they enjoyed learning the seven habits from somebody they haven't met, they're probably really gonna love hearing the eight extra habits from a company that they really like and that they've bought products from in the past. So this is a such a powerful tool to create really good content to connect with your audience. And if I say, you know, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet and cut out all the boring bits, I know that I'm also avoiding those three-star complaints, which once again, will probably have, you know, my audience believe at least that my version of this is better than the original book. I mean, maybe, who knows? The point is the customer insight reports give you a chance for that to happen. I just gotta show you this on this slide. This is one of my favorite ones. Uh, that's me helping out uh, Scorpion, he actually owns martial arts studios. He's Scorpion from Mortal Kombat and he's somebody I got to help as well. Uh, we actually developed an entire customer insight report for him. The avatar, this is the person you want to sell to more often. As you read the report, you're gonna realize there's, you know, these are all your buyers. Some of these buyers are not gonna have been your best buyers, but some of them will be. And you can go through and start looking at all of the things that you really like and say, you know what, this is my ideal customer. The way I typically do this is I will find five of my favorite customers, and I will go through the answers and assign them to those five people. So, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, I know, uh, you know, that my client JP um, earns this much money, so this has got to be JP's answer, or at least potentially his answers. And then I can start matching them up. Now, sometimes with the reports, you actually get the person's name, and you can really know what their answers are, um, and that's possible to do if you don't do an anonymous uh, customer insight report. And then you can build a merger of like your top five customers and create like a new person who might be like PJ. And then we can look at PJ and we can be like, okay, PJ makes this much money, PJ has these fears, PJ has these political views and you just create a almost like a fake person that is your super ideal customer and you wish you had more of them. And that way you can start thinking things through about how can I find more people like that? And we can look at the data, see the kind of answers they gave and tailor all of the wording and everything we use to make sales around what we know that avatar wants um, and that's gonna draw more people in. The best part about it is, the more we tailor it to our best customers, the customers we didn't really like are gonna stop resonating as much with what we're saying, and you're actually gonna lose those. So, you know, you'll lose some sales, but you'll gain more sales from the people you really like, and because you really like them, you'll put even more effort in with them, which is gonna make them happier. They'll spend more money, you'll get more lifetime value as they take more upsells, more cross-sells, and you make more and more money, and you get to work with people you really enjoy working with, just like I do. Next, you're gonna do revenue predictions. This is me hanging out with Chris Voss, who's amazing at negotiating, and I've learned a lot from him um, in terms of selling and sales scripts, and we use some of that psychology inside our customer insight reports to make sure that when we're building out these predictions for sales that we've got scripts that match to help actually sell these things. So we wanna identify what should we be selling and at what price point. For example, just quick answer, would you rather have 1,000 sales of $100 or 15 sales of 10,000? If you do the math, you'll see that 15 sales of 10,000 is significantly more. It's an extra 50% above 1,000 sales of 100. And you may not even have enough buyers to get 1,000 sales of $100. So even if like 30% of your customers say, you know, we wanna spend $100, 
If 10% say they want to spend 10,000, then actually everything you develop should be much more expensive and targeted to the people that really want to spend more money with you. But again, we have to look at the data. So what you do is you basically imagine creating different products at different price points and calculate if that percentage of people bought, how much money would we actually make? And then the product that you develop for the upsell or the cross-sell is the one that's likely to make you the most amount of money. And then of course you test it. So this is me actually analyzing data. I'm hanging out with uh, Roland Frazier at an event and we're testing a concept. And uh, the cool thing about testing is you should always test absolutely everything and then you wanna compare the winners. But what's really cool is you don't need to launch the product and develop it all. What you can actually do is just send out a concept of the product and see if people are willing to buy that. So the way I'll often do that is I'll message all the buyers and say, hey, we're thinking about developing this product that solves this problem at this price point. Is that something you'd be interested in? And so I'm testing the idea, the promise of what benefit they're gonna get and uh, what need it solves and how much money it's gonna cost. And I just look at how many yeses I get. And if I get a lot of yeses on that one product, I'm like, okay, you know what, this is worth developing. And if it isn't or I don't get enough yeses, then I'll switch to a different one and say, you know what, we're gonna try something different. How about this one? And then all you do is compare the two. Once you know you've got a product that you're like, okay, this is gonna be good. People want this, people are interested in it. And then at that point, you can then launch it, you can do sales. You don't even have to build it in advance. You can often get pre-orders for it to generate the money so you're paid to create the upsell or develop the cross-sell. So at this point, I have one question for you. And that question is, do you want us to help you see how much money you're leaving on the table and maybe help you increase the valuation of your company at the same time or to put it in another way, put more money in your pocket? I have three different ways that I can help you with this if you're interested. The first is you can do it yourself. So with our do-it-yourself program, essentially you're gonna be uh, learning how to start a business with customer insight reports. So this is typically tailored to very, very new businesses or people that haven't started a business yet. And it's great if you launch with a customer insight report because you've got a much better chance of not being one of those 252,000 companies that are gonna shut down in America this year because you know your product has demand long before you launch the company. It's also got some really cool things about time management and productivity schedules that teach you how to run a business around a nine to five job so you can do both, which is a great thing to do when you're trying to you know, cover that bread and butter you need every single day to pay your bills while building up that revenue in the background as you develop your business. It also teaches you hiring processes so you can build your team as you grow and it gives you an idea of which team members you should hire first so you can start literally as just you and you know exactly who you should be hiring at what point and how much you should be paying them. And then we give you our sales and marketing scripts and systems so that you can increase your company's revenue over time and build it up slowly and surely. And because of the time management and productivity thing, you won't make the mistake of quitting your job and then panicking because you don't generate enough money quick enough. Remember, it does take time to build a business from scratch. And you're gonna get access to a community of past students which you can network with. There are other business owners who at this point are now successful themselves. And of course, they can give you support. Now this program is $1,997. It really isn't much and it's covered by our 30-day 10X guarantee, which means if you don't believe that the reports and the program will help you within 30 days of purchasing it, and it's not gonna help you get 10X the amount you spent 
then you can have your money back as far as we're concerned because we only want to be taking money from people that know this is going to work. And the best part about it is it's not based on how much money you actually make. It's on whether you believe it will work or not. So if you go through it and you're like, you know what? I just don't think this is going to work. Um, then you can just get your money back. No problem, no harm, no foul. Um, you just got 30 days to look at it and go through everything and see what you want. Now, the next one is the do it with you. This is the full thing. You're gonna get the full consumer insight report system. You get weekly calls with our copywriting expert that's gonna help you position and launch your upsells and cross-sells, and you're gonna get that for an entire year. So you can do this over and over again. As I said, the best way to maximize your value is to do this monthly, and so this is something you can do with the help of an expert copywriter who's been part of eight bigger launches, really knows what he's talking about. You're also gonna get weekly calls with our mindset and systems expert because we've found that the factor that makes the difference between a business being successful and not successful is the mindset of the entrepreneur. So we've given you a coach to guide you through that that you meet with every single week and you're gonna get a weekly accountability call as well with one of our team members that's gonna make sure you're doing all the things that you said you were gonna do, and if you get stuck, they're gonna give you all the route to fixing it that you may need. And lastly, you're gonna get mentorship with our top business expert that's gonna go through and help you out, and nine times out of 10, that ends up being me, by the way, so there's a good chance you'll have me doing it. And that is for a full year. You're gonna get all that for a full year, Plus, you get everything in the other programs. So you get all of the uh, the time management stuff, you get everything about the sales scripts, the marketing scripts, um, and of course, you get the full consumer insight report system. Now, this thing is $15,000 for the year, which is an absolute bargain, and is covered by the 10X guarantee. So if you start going through it and you're like, you know what, this is not gonna work for me, I'm not gonna make at least $150,000 by the end of the year from this, then it's absolutely fine, you can get a refund, no problem, we'll give it to you, we really don't want money from people. Uh, that we can't help or that don't believe we can help them. And what you're looking at there is that's our test, right? Our perfect customers are the ones that believe we can help them because they're the ones that put in that little bit of extra effort and it's usually that little bit of extra effort that is the magic dust that makes it work. And so that we know they're the kind of people that we can help. And so if you go for it and you're like, this is great, we know we can do this for you. Lastly, we have the done for you system. Now the done for you system is for companies that really just don't have the bandwidth to do this themselves, but they do have the capital. And they're the ones that typically are trying to increase their valuation as fast as possible because they're going for an exit um, or they're trying to generate more revenue for something else that they wanna do. In this situation, me and my team will run the customer insight reports for you. That means we'll create the report for you, we'll analyze everything on your behalf. Um, we'll tell you the top three things your customers want to buy right now, so there's three opportunities to make revenue as soon as that survey, as soon as you get the data back. We're gonna give you the biggest reasons why they're hesitant to buy. So all the customers you've got on the fence, we'll tell you why and what you can do to bring them across. We'll tell you what social media they use, the influencers they listen to so you know where you want to do paid endorsements um, and so much more. Uh, we will create the report, we will analyze the data with you in a consultation so that way you can give feedback on what you see as well um, and we'll combine it all together for you and we will consult with you on the best way to optimize revenue from your investment. I have never seen a company pay us $25,000 to do this for them who did not make significantly more than a quarter of a million. I mean, like I said, scalable consistently half a million dollars every single time they do this. And what's great is sometimes they don't even need to do the extra report the pre's report they can run a couple of times and make a lot of money for it. But I don't expect you to take my word on all of this. I wanna show you a couple of people that I haven't mentioned so far in their own words, sharing with you exactly what it's like to work with us. So this is the first one. This is a YouTuber. Uh, he's a pretty famous dating coach and he came to us and uh, I'll let him tell you his story himself. This is a shout out to Adam Lyons and the Smart Blueprint. Basically before I saw Adam Lyons' presentation on how to do better in a crisis, 
I was not doing too well in my business. The previous three months, I had not been hitting my revenue goals. But after the presentation, just by learning a few of the things that he talked about, I made over $30,000 in two weeks and there's more applications and more clients than I know what to do with right now. So basically implementing just some of the things that I learned off one module in the Spark Blueprint allowed me to make more money in two weeks than I had done in my previous three months and I was working and this is a time when you know a lot of people were having trouble in their business, a lot of people were struggling to make ends meet and just by a few of those lessons, I was able to implement them and turn into real cash quick. So if you're thinking about joining the Smart Blueprint, Hopefully this helps. One of the things I love about Lloyd is he was really frustrated for months and he came to me and said, dude, is this gonna work? And I said, yeah, the consumer insight reports make a massive difference. There's just a few little shifts you need, especially if you're in a financial crisis to get you out of it. Because let's be real, when you are in some kind of crisis in your company or you need more revenue, you're not gonna be able to go and find new customers. It's significantly easier to find more money from the customers you already have. But for larger customers, especially the big corporate clients or the ones that like, you know, eight or nine figures, it's not just about the customer insight reports, it's about using that data to handle troublesome customers that actually spend a large amount of money. And so in the next situation, I was able to go in, use the information that we pulled and handle a customer that was a problem customer for them that they thought was going to give them a lot of trouble and maybe even legal proceedings. Hi, this is Eric Berman, CEO of Branditize. And over the years, over the last 20 plus years, I've dealt with a lot of really tough people, a lot of thought leaders like Brian Tracy, Jack Canfield, and many other big stars. But I tell you what, when I have an issue and I have a tough, tough situation with a big name person who's tough to deal with and I need some negotiation, some serious help, the first call I make is to my friend, Adam Lyons. This guy is unbelievable. Adam, you are very impressive. I love working with you. I learn from every time I'm on a call with you. You teach me something new and I appreciate you so much. You did such a great job recently dismailing a very tough situation for me. And oh my God, that was amazing. In fact, my team saw what you did and they were just all in tears laughing and just saying, oh my God, this guy's a legend. So thanks again, buddy. Um, anything I could do for you, let me know. And if anybody's ever trying to uh, do work with you, they absolutely should do work with you. You're incredible. Thanks, brother. This is one of the things I absolutely love doing. It's helping people be more successful. And essentially what I tell people is I move the needle. I've spent many, many years being behind the scenes and being the guy that helps other people make money. And I've decided that I wanna come forward and share the system that I'm using, the smart blueprint that I have used time and time again for people that you probably recognize and had no idea that I was behind the scenes helping them. So I wanna remind you there are three different ways to do this. If you wanna do it yourself, it's $1,997 and all you have to do is text. DIY, which stands for do it yourself, to plus one eight one eight four four one eight zero zero two. That will go directly to the vice president of our company, who will then move you to where you need to be to get access to that program, get you set up so you can start developing out your business, identify if you've got the right product, and help you generate as much money as possible. If you're interested in the do it with you, which is a year long program where you have all of the support you need during that year with regards to copywriting, mindset, accountability, and of course, a business expert making sure that your strategies are on point and that you're implementing all of the different uh, customer insight reports correctly. That's the done with you program. You just have to text 
DWY, which stands for done with you, to plus one eight one eight four four one eight zero zero two. Again, our vice president will send you to where you need to go to make sure that happens. And lastly, we have the done for you program. In that situation, you just text DFY to plus one eight one eight four four one eight zero zero two. Once again, that will come through to us. And in that situation, we will do this for you and with you to make sure that uh, we roll this out and get you all of the data analyzed that you need and help you generate more revenue. That's it from me. I hope that I've helped you with everything that you could possibly need with regards to this. If you do have any further questions, please feel free to reach out to us. That is just a text message. There's no obligation to sign up by texting. You're just gonna be able to jump on the phone with us and get a little bit more information. This is what we do. Helping people is what we do. We love doing this. We love helping companies move the needle and we would love to move the needle for you. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit the smartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.